Wow, it's been a while. I'll be honest with you all, the first two weeks were an intentional break. And then a lot of life happened. I don't know about you, but sometimes when you're in the middle of a project that you are passionate about, other priorities begin to pop up all over the place. And it's really, really easy to get far, far away from the things that you care about, taking care of the things that you have to take care of first. So for any of you out there who are loyal listeners of The Controversy Project, sorry it's been longer than we expected in terms of taking a break. But we did make it through 12 episodes on time, and we are going to finish the year out with 12 more episodes of content. This might be a short episode, but I want to get us back on track. I am Brandon T. Bailey, and this is Controversy. So I've been uh, reflective lately, and I'm reading through a lot of the dialogue in the in the group, and thinking a lot about, you know, what are some of the things that we struggle with, and how do we respond to it from from a mental health perspective specifically, and the one thing that I kept coming back to is acknowledgement. So one of the last conversations I think that was started last week was, you know, how, what, what are some of the strategies or tools that, you know, people in the group use to deal with issues of overthinking? And there were a lot of different recommendations you know we talked a lot about meditation we talked a a lot about calming strategies we talked about a lot of different things but the thing that stuck out to me is is the same thing that is common across any really 12-step program so when i looked through i was i did a search on the internet and i i was trying to understand what is the common thread in 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 most 12-step programs whether it's alcohol anonymous or you know any other support type group and step one always has something to do with an an acknowledgement in the movies specifically uh, you'll always see people you know, in a support group say, hey, my name is Brandon and I am a alcoholic, right? And the reason they start with that acknowledgement is before you can ever take steps to heal, before you can ever take steps to recover, before you can ever take steps to fix, solve, or understand, you first have to acknowledge that there is a problem, that there is a need, that there is 
something you cannot handle. What I love about our group, what I love about uh, a lot of the conversation I'm having with a Controversy Podcast guest is the recommendation of community is consistent. But in order for you to maintain a supportive community, you have to acknowledge that there is a need. So I go back to, you know, conversations in the early part of the podcast where we simply talked about the fact that you have to be okay with not being okay. And that's step one, right? But the other thing is being okay saying, I'm not okay, right? And seeking out the need, the support, the encouragement that is necessary in in that space. This chapter in the book, this um, song, this, you know, episode of, of the podcast is centered around the need for answers, the need for support, the need for a new direction. I need a word from the Lord starts with an acknowledgement of a need. People look for answers in many different places. I have been pretty transparent in saying that when I was at my lowest point, I did not look for answers in the church because that's where I had always found answers. And I didn't want to hear those same types of answers. And I'm not saying that that response is right or wrong, but I'm saying that that opened me up to other solutions. But my natural inclination is to try to find God in my deepest and darkest situation. And a lot of people facing trauma, facing uh, mental health challenges and issues, they go out searching for answers, for assistance, for recovery, for recuperation. If you are not honest with yourself first, that there is a need for a answer that you don't already have. If you're not honest with yourself that there is information that you don't currently have that would be helpful for you in your situation, right? Then you won't reach out. Then you won't keep searching. Then you won't, you know, really find the desperation that opens you up to that kind of recovery. And for me, this this part of the podcast, this part of the book represents an acknowledgement that in the deepest of my hurts, in the uh, toughest of my circumstances, there was really only one thing that I needed. There are people who listened to this show that don't have the same faith as I have, that agree and 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 disagree with my you know spiritual philosophy. 
But at the end of the day, we all have that thing that we put our faith and our trust in, that, that fallback core philosophical belief. And it is there that we often go and search. I need a word from the Lord. Represented for me a recognition that despite all the other places I've looked for answers, until I find an answer in him, I am still lost. The songwriter said, like a ship. Without a sail, tossed and, and, and battered by the waves. And so I submit to, to, to you, my listeners, you have to get to the point that you are willing to search high and low for the word, for the resource, for the person for the people, for the community, for the song, for the book, for the relaxation, for whatever it is that you need for the therapist, for the psychiatrist, for the psychologist, whatever you need to heal, to recoup, to recover, as the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after him. What are you longing for so much that you are willing to go after it with all you have? It all starts with acknowledging that there is a problem and that problem creates a need. All right, I'm going to date myself just a little bit. Um, and I'm probably going to date my listeners because I believe most of you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Do you guys remember the very first Nintendo? Okay, Nintendo had cartridges. And I'm going to be a little facetious, but they were probably this big. And the, there was an opening. And you, you know, play, push the game into the, the system. And can you remember being deep into a game. I mean, kicking that game's ass. And then the game freezes. And nothing you do, no button you press on the controller, no button you press on the system would unfreeze that game until you turn the system off and turned it back on. You press the reset button. And the game would start over, it would reboot, and you would have to start your entire game over. Now, if you were like me, you may have used that as a sign that it wasn't a good time to play this game anymore because your anger wouldn't allow you to go through all of that. But that was those that was just the struggles that I had. Some of y'all were a little bit more patient and, and you just would, would, would start over again. Sometimes there are glitches in the system that required the system to reset. Right now I am recording this podcast episode on a computer. 
most of these video files are saved on a hard drive because they're, they're too big and there's too many to keep on my actual computer. So I have an external hard drive. And every now and again, those of you who don't know, I am a Mac person. I am on a iMac right now. Sometimes, every now and again, maybe because my computer's old, maybe because life is just queer with its twists and turns, but every now and again, my computer will not recognize, it will not mount the hard drive. I can turn the hard drive off and turn it back on. I can unplug it and plug it back. None of that works. But when I shut the whole computer down, and reset the entire system, suddenly it can see things that it could not see before. Suddenly the drive that would not mount, that was not visible on the desktop, is now mounted and visible for my use. It is often very, very frustrating for me to have to go through this system reset in order to see something that I know is there, that I know is, should be readily available to me, that I know is connected, but it's not working properly. And although I am very, very frustrated by that process, I have come to learn that simply resetting the system will allow me to fix a problem I cannot see. Why'd I say all of that? Those of us who struggle with issues of the mind, those of us who are challenged sometimes by the way we think, the amount of thinking we do, what we think about all of these mental health challenges. We have to begin to see our brains the way I have learned to see this computer. Sometimes it just needs a system reset, just needs an opportunity to shut down and to restart. Why have I become such a, a proponent of, of meditation? Why am I encouraging uh, people to find relaxation and uh, hobbies and things that get their mind energy and attention off of the stresses of their daily life why is it so important you know research says this a lot of people are talking about this now that more people are 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 interested in the idea and the concept of um, mental health and mental and emotional health why are, the, why are those self-care practices so important? Because they allow you to learn to reset your system. Michael is a, a guy in, in our group. I actually you know, went to college uh, with him. But he said, and I, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this, but he said this in our group that you know, he struggled with meditation because when he tried to do it, his brain just kept racing. His thoughts just kept racing. My response was the practice of meditation is learning to acknowledge that race 
and to gently allow yourself to step back and to reset, to start over. We focus on the breath and meditation just to give you something simple and clear to come back to. It teaches you how to reset your system. It teaches you how to calm down the noise. It teaches you how to separate <laughs> uh, the thoughts in your head from the reality that you are operating in. Spiritually speaking, we see a lot of pastors you know, take sabbaticals. Why do they step away from their congregation for days, weeks, months? Why do you know people take extended vacations to get away from the thing that they are working on? Why is it sometimes that when you've lost your keys or when you've lost your phone, the best way to find it is to stop looking? Why is it that that is how it works. Why is pulling back the best way to move forward? Because sometimes, like that game, it requires a system reset. In order for you to make the progress that you need to make, sometimes you need to stop. Sometimes you need to start over. Sometimes you need to quit altogether. And it's easy to say that... I acknowledge that, you know, I have some challenges, I have some struggles, and I need to do X, Y, and Z to, to do better, right? I, for example, it's easy to say I am overweight and I need to lose weight, and so I'm going to start this diet. It's much harder when the diet stops working or when changes are made and and you get you know you have that cheat day and that cheat day turns into a cheat week right you have you develop some some new habits but then that old habit sneaks in and then it's suddenly really really hard to redevelop that that the new habits that you were developing you were going to the gym real hard for weeks months at a time and then you took two weeks off and now you have no desire to get up and go to the gym again it's at those moments where your whole system needs a reset what is it in your life that may require you to step back and allow your system to reset what is it that may require you to see the situation differently. I said during um, one of the episodes, my uh, former pastor was preaching my dad's eulogy and he said from the scripture, we see through a glass darkly. Sometimes it's not what we're looking at, but it's how we see what we're looking at. And in that case, you can look at the goal. You can look at the desire. You can look at the the thing you're chasing after. You can look at health. You can look at wealth. You can look at wellness. You can see all of those things. But if the way you see them is filtered through negativity and hurt and pain, then it may require a complete system reset before you can actually achieve the goal that you're after. 
for me, I had to look at everything differently. My approach to my own health, my approach to losing weight and the reason I was trying to lose weight, the way I was trying to do it. Like all of these things required a change in mindset. And to change your mind is to reset you because the way you think affects so much of who you are and what you do. So my encouragement to you is look at areas where the thing is not the problem, but the way you see the thing is. Well, I've been talking about a system reset. And you may notice that a lot has changed. Even in the creation of this very episode, very indicative of the way my life has been for the last two months, a lot has changed. So here's the inspiration. At the very beginning of this project, I stated to myself, to my therapist, and to you, the listeners, that the purpose of the project, albeit to help somebody else, to encourage, to support somebody else's journey to healing. At the end of the day, I had a genuine desire to help myself because I knew what I was going through. And I have been taught that we go through things so that we can learn something to help other people, that our test is valuable when it becomes a testimony. And so since the break happened, even since I began recording this episode, I um, have had to move. I have had changes in uh, situations at work. I have had uh, family <laughs> Uh, uh, challenges and things going on that I needed to address. Um, health, both myself and my kids. You know, I, you you name it, honestly. And I have felt like I've been forced to face it. And I'll be honest, y'all. It has been hard. And it forced me to remember all of the things that we have discussed in these episodes all of the things that my guests have shared, all of the things that I have said. Life has a way of forcing you to face your own integrity. And I had to decide whether or not I believed the things that I was saying here in this platform. I had to test. <laughs> The content. And I'll tell you, um, if nobody else is touched, if nobody else is helped, I know that for me, I have had a father I stretch my hands to thee, no other help I know. Because if thou withdraw thyself from me, whether shall I go? Moment. 
I have had an I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour, I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I've come humbly to thee. My faith is a big part of what has gotten me to this point. And some of you may share it. Some of you may not. Um, Some of you may have other things that push you through the way um, my faith has. But this episode and this particular part of the season is about recognizing that there is a need sometimes for strength and support from external sources. I need a word from the Lord. I need something from you, God, that will help me through these difficult times. I need to hear a word, to hear a song, to hear a sermon, to read a passage. I need something to come in that will give me the strength, the courage, the direction, the the push to make it through the most challenging of situations and circumstances. When you have those moments, find that thing. Find that support. Because the storms will come. The challenges will come. The question is only how will we deal with it? I don't know that I've dealt with it well. All I know is that I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So for all of you who have uh, returned from our very, very long extended break, for those of you who also have experienced challenges and sometimes need a system reset, for those of you who feel like I do, that sometimes it's just hard. (laughs) I want you to know that trouble don't last always. I want you to know that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you could ask or think. I want you to know that I believe that we shall reap a harvest of blessings if we faint not. There were times I wanted to just say forget it. And never record another episode and just let this thing drift off into the sun. And I'll be honest, I didn't press through for you. I pressed through for me. Whatever you need to do for you, for your healing, for your health, do it. It's worth it. It's worth every challenge, every difficulty. So... You're going to see from now on some episodes in my old studio (laughs) as well as some episodes recorded in my new studio. I hope you will continue to enjoy the second half of the season. I look forward to sharing more of what my team and I have uh, created. I 
look forward to sharing what we are doing and what we are working on to support mental health and trauma survivors um, and, and people who are still facing it even today, like many of us are. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I, I hope you have enjoyed the season thus far, and I hope you will continue to enjoy it to the end. I've got some interviews that I'm really excited to share. Um, and honestly, I'm just glad to be trying to get back into the swing of things after so much life has happened. So whatever you need and whomever you need it from in order to get your healing, get it. Reset your system, blow into that cartridge, (laughs) find your quiet space and get back to your purpose. Somebody somewhere needs you. Trauma survivors, trauma supporters, to all of you, my T.S. Strong community, first and foremost, let me say thank you for checking out another episode of Controversy Podcast. I don't know if you are checking out the show for the first time today or if you are a return listener. Either way, thank you for the time, the energy, and the effort to listen to the content that we really believe supports our efforts to help the world live T.S. Strong. I do have have a request for all of you if you enjoyed the show or if you think it was absolutely terrible either way i'm asking you to subscribe rate and review give us an honest and a helpful review of course if you think the show was amazing we will take a five-star review but no matter wherever you get your podcast please subscribe help us to get the word and the message of the controversy project out to the masses In addition, I'd like to invite you to the Controversy Project Facebook page, A Safe Place. A Safe Place is a free and exclusive community for trauma survivors and trauma supporters to gather together and share testimonies, resources, and support as we all endeavor to live TS strong. I want to invite you to come and be a part of the group and see what all the excitement about this incredible message as we endeavor to promote mental health strategies, resources, and support for people who have endured and are enduring trauma in this important time. Don't forget to check out any books or resources mentioned in today's episode. We will have direct links inside of the show notes page. So if you found something interesting today that you would like to take some time to take a look at, visit BrandonTBailey.com. Visit the show notes page for this episode and you will find a direct link to the resource of your choice. And finally, I'd like to remind you, as always, in closing, how important it is for you to confront your pain. How important it is for you to live your purpose and how important it is for you to invest in your project. Let's get to work, everybody. Until next time. Peace.